what is up everybody welcome back to another episode of the spectators we are on episode three of quarantine we're still Mm -hmm. doing all right kind of healthy um a little stir crazy not leaving the house and all that but we're getting by we're making do how you doing brooklyn i'm doing good bro just taking it day by day getting through it yeah and, and these days are definitely long without without sports and the new updates and things like that to get us through but we have a little bit of we have some updates for you just just a little bit to keep you going and one really big update um this would be a headliner no matter what the news cycle was was looking like the 2020 tokyo olympics get postponed until next summer insane I've been I never saying, thought we would have seen a Olympics ever get pushed back or anything like that. Yeah, and the, and the only reason are. it's ever been canceled before is because of like war, times yeah. of war. So I never expected it to get postponed. I I honestly thought it was just going to get straight up canceled. But a postponement's really nice because we get to still enjoy everything that Tokyo has to offer for us. Just a, another year away. Yeah, and that's cool that we still get to have it because not having it at all is tough. Yeah, it it's really tough for all the Olympians or future Olympians. Um, yeah, because you work so hard for years, mm-hmm. and then and, like, and this is this where is they the get like banking their sponsorships on, from, you know. Yeah, if this is the one that you're banking on, it's just yoinked out of like existence for you, and that would be tough. Yeah, that that definitely would suck if they didn't have it it would make sense because this is such an extreme circumstance that nobody really expected but yeah. you know they're they're postponing it i mean hopefully by a year we're we're all settled and got everything figured out but yeah 2020 olympics now pushed back not a 2021 olympics so. and i know we were talking about like how it would affect the winter olympics and all that yeah, we were, we were saying um, well, like you the were two year asking if that would get delayed because of it. I doubt it. Uh, I, I imagine that this would keep the Winter Olympics on track, but now they would just be a year difference instead of a two-year gap. Yeah, so now we're going to have back-to-back Olympics, which is going to be yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I know the networks are going to be loving that and milking it like crazy. Exactly. And I, I assume this is going to happen with uh, the Euro 2020 um, which is the soccer tournament for like all the international soccer teams? That's kind of like the Winter Olympics of, of soccer, if you would. You know, you have the uh, the World Cup and then Euros, and um, so that's probably gonna get postponed to next year as well. I'd imagine. Yeah. So yeah, you, you're definitely seeing some really big international um, events that are, you know, top ticker events getting. Uh, push back even though they're so far in advance from now i mean the the olympics don't start for another three four months yeah it's crazy they were talking about like if it's not under control by may they were gonna shut it down and now here we are at the end of march yeah not even they're they're pulling the plug on it now just whatever and i think that's because they've seen some they've seen some pushback from certain countries like uh, australia and canada said they would not be sending their athletes there no matter when it was settled by they were just like better safe than sorry not gonna send them i know the u.s swim um the head entity of swimming uh pretty much 
was really urging for the delay of the Olympics. And when the when the swim committee is the one pushing it to go back, you're probably going to do it because that's the I want to say that's the event with the most medals. Or that's the oh. the sport with the most medals. So, or it's one of them and it's definitely one that gets the most viewers for sure of, you know, not the most maybe, but a top 3 of viewers for sure. Um Yeah, I feel that. So, when you have such a big big entity pushing for a pushback, you're probably going to listen. Absolutely. So, so, we got some uh, sports that might be happening during this time. Well, what are you talking I, about? What I'm what talking about is Ice Cube and the Big Three. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but two, maybe three years ago, Ice Cube started a Big Three league, and it's three-on-three basketball with NBA vets, legends, Hall of Famers, just playing basketball, physical basketball, too. They play till 50, have a timeout at, I mean, a halftime at 25 points. It's a half-court game. Half-court, they get a four-point shot, and it's pretty cool. Something to just watch, like how the XFL is with the And it's like a summer event, too. Uh Uh-huh, so we get basketball. But what they're planning on doing is they're going to get a bunch of their players tested, and they're going to lock them in a house. And they're going to make it a reality TV show. But with them living all under the same roof, they're going to be playing a big three tournament while they're all together. And I think that's pretty cool because it's going to fill that void of sports that were live sports that we're really not getting. The only thing we're really getting is WWE doing. And we're getting like (laughs) doing the shows, baseball, which which is just coming back. I don't know if you saw that, but Dice K is out here throwing strikeouts in preseason. That's funny. I haven't seen that. But, uh, yeah, so the big three uh, could be something cool, doing something different. They're still, like, getting everything worked out, so it's not official yet. But they're making uh, they're making strides to getting it done. And also, for the big three, the age decreased from being 27 years old to be able to play in the league. Because it was pretty much just a bunch of old heads. So, like, if you didn't know these players or seen them play... It was like, all right, whatever. But now we might be getting some young kids from, because from 27, it drops down to 22. So you can see and some I think college kids. I think that's really yeah, interesting man. because you know there's yeah. so many talented players that absolutely either A, don't necessarily want to be in the NBA where they don't have to drive, but they still want to play basketball, or they don't want to go overseas and play basketball because they have a or family. Or they can't, into, can't get into school to exactly. play basketball. So... You know there's a lot of talent out there, like younger talent starting at 22, that mm-hmm. they have some big names, you know, some, yeah. some college stars that aren't necessarily NBA-bound. And um, you can get a I, bunch of, like, the street ball players, too, that hop in there, mm-hmm. which I think will be sick. So. And it'll it'll add a dynamic, too, of, like, athleticism, because that's something that this league is kind of lacking, because, again, yeah. it's a bunch of older, uh, retired NBA players. And it's cool because, like, they're playing physical. They're trash-talking the whole way through. Like, they get mad. Like, some of the players argue with the coaches and stuff, too. So, like, and the coaches are, like, AI's a coach. Uh, Steven Jackson's a coach. So, like, you get these great NBA players that it played in the league, but now they're getting really old to play. So, they're getting pushed. Charles Oakley's in there. So, 
they they got a lot in there. They they got something pretty cool that could happen with this uh, reality TV tournament. Yeah, so we're, definitely, we're definitely nothing we've seen. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to that. I haven't seen much Big Three. I know I saw a little bit when um when Joe Johnson was in that league and he played really mm-hmm. well and actually got an NBA job back because of how well he played. Um, yeah, which was that, really cool. Yeah, that that was a few years ago now too. But that's really all I've known about that particular league. But I know this is kind of exciting just for the fact that we're going to be getting some sort of live television, and it's also sports. It's kind of like yep. a, a fusion because I'm assuming we're going to get this reality side of it also filmed and all that. So maybe people get voted out of the house or I, who's to say. But <laughs> I'm, it I'm sure fun. it's going to be like if your team loses, you guys get kicked, and then you just got to go into the world of Corona and survive. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like a apocalypse movie or something. <laughs> but yeah, so that'll be fun. Excited for that. Um yeah. what else we got this weekend? We had the LA Rams come out with their brand new logo. Yeah. Which came out a few weeks ago as a leak. There was like a hat that kinda leaked out there. And everybody was hoping that it was fake. Yeah, I remember Twitter just erupted and was just like, y'all yeah. are awful. It looks like a Chargers logo. And it it's confirmed now. The The Rams have officially unveiled their new uniform. Or not uniforms yet. We'll see how those are. Uniforms could look dope. Yeah, but... I have no faith at, at this point with this logo being the, the primary. But they got their new logo. Let us know what you guys think. Because I think they're awful, but but I think the Ram is okay. And then I See, know I saw, I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but I saw a logo that all it did was fuse the two. So it took the Ram logo and the LA with the horn, mm-hmm. and it just put the Ram, the full Ram with the horn in the logo, and it looked really, really good. I'll, 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 See, I'll try and that find would that. Look, that would look really cool. You see, I'll try I disagree. and find because it, it was really cool. Yeah. I disagree with the Ram looking good. I don't really like it. Something about it just doesn't do it for me. And the LA with the Ram horn, like, it's decent. It looks clean on, like, hats and stuff. And, like, I'm looking at the uh, teams right now, and the logo looks dope, like, just right there. Just the thing is, it just doesn't look like it's for them. It looks like, like you said, a Charger logo. And if they try to just do something different with it, it would have been dope, but it's not the worst logo. But again, it it's not like it doesn't look unique for them. It looks like their little brother at the stadium's logo, which is gonna be what it is. I also feel like they tried to be a little bit too modern with it. It feels like yeah. it's trying to be like twenty twenty five, and yeah. whenever in sports you've seen teams go for an like an uber modern logo, it is no longer modern in five years and is very outdated. Look at, um, you know, the the Diamondbacks when they had their purple and teal. Even though that's retro now and looks great, uh, you know, it was cool at the time that it wasn't. And there's there's a lot of examples of that, like the Vancouver Grizzlies, um, the Detroit Pistons back when they had the actual piston. Like there, you know, there's a lot of attempts at being modern that fall flat a few years later. And I think this is one that isn't good now and won't be in the future either. Yeah, but you know, yeah, let us know what you guys think just, about that because th- this logo is definitely uh, sparked a lot of conversation. Yeah, it's interesting. 
Because, like, yeah. now that I'm seeing it, like, with the graphics and stuff, it doesn't look the worst. Like, it looks really clean. But, again, it doesn't look like their logo. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's just, it so, seems so like that's the issue any LA. Yeah. But, well, we'll see what happens with them. Well, hopefully yeah. the logos, I mean, the uniforms are hard. Maybe it makes up for it. Maybe it looks good on a helmet. Because a lot of times, logos and uh, new uniforms and colors, you don't really know how you feel about them until you see them on the field. Yeah, you're so, right. You're definitely right. But so we'll see. You know, th- this one's definitely not my uh, not my pick. Definitely not my yeah. pick. But it's all right. Uh, but staying on the football track, we do have some free agency news. Not not a lot in quantity, but some some pretty big things. Some exciting uh, ones too. Yeah. So right after our episode last week posted our NFL free agency episode, which if you haven't listened to and you don't know what's happened in free agency, go check that out. It's episode seventeen. And we cover we just, everything about it. Yeah, we just cover everything that happened last week, and it was a lot. So go give <laughs> that one a listen. But we had literally, like, right after we released it, we have one Todd Gurley who was cut by this, the same Rams. So they're making a lot of bad decisions this offseason. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Todd Gurley was signed by the Atlanta Falcons, going back to where he went to college. He was a Georgia Bulldog, and now he's an Atlanta Falcon. So I, I didn't like this pickup. I didn't like it, but because I I just think he's going to a team that has so many other problems besides running back. You see, and I think his like thinking was fit. it was he doesn't know for sure if he's gonna get like a long term big deal anywhere else from getting picked up. So he takes a year, goes back to quote unquote home, in a state that's gonna love him and embrace him. So you stay there, maybe it fits really, really well for him, and they sign him to another uh, couple years. If it yeah, maybe it works then... out and he becomes that Todd Gurley that we kind of fell in love with a few years ago before he was Yeah, because if you're in a spot where you don't really know like what the market is going to be doing for you and who's out there that's really going to like take you, go back to where you feel comfortable for a year. I'm just, I'm just surprised out, he didn't go to a, a contender. Deal. Because he's already uh, yeah. getting paid that L.A. money since they had to cut him. Yeah. So money wasn't really the issue here. He could have gone anywhere for like a veteran's minimum, do a one-year deal, and try and win a Super Bowl. So I'm kind of curious as to why he didn't do that. Maybe he thinks Atlanta is a contender. I don't know. Like I don't him and Julio's so, cool. But can we rely on Matt Ryan? No, I don't, I don't think. <laughs> no. no. So... Like maybe he goes back to MVP form. I doubt it. But I doubt it too. There's but something we'll wrong with those happens. knees that somebody's not telling us, you know. Yeah. But, but Julio and Gurley is a duo right there. Like yeah, they and they got Calvin Ridley too, so they got a nice little yeah. offense. But they've had a nice little offense for a while. Yeah, they just can't do nothing. That's yeah. an issue. Uh, another running back, Melvin Gordon, going to the Broncos, mile high. Yeah, and I mentioned in last week's episode, the Broncos are very sneakily building something interesting yes. over there. Don't know Absolutely. if it's good, but interesting. It's going to be cool to watch, though, to see if, like, John Elway could form something decent. See, my what I'm excited to see is, is Melvin Gordon actually good, or was the Chargers scheme really, really beneficial? Because he went down, 
I feel it. Or he, he didn't go down. He just didn't play. He held out. And then mm-hmm. Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler ran rampant over there. Eckler so, was an animal. So I'm just curious as to, like, who is, – is Melvin actually good? I know he was a stud in college, and he's had a few good years in the NFL. But he he held out to try and get a lot of money, and he kind of shot himself in the foot because when he came back, he was not particularly um, useful or Yeah, it wasn't the best holdout that could have happened. So it was kind of, it was really tough for him. Yeah, yeah. You would have hoped he held out. The team was struggling. He comes back. He starts rushing for 80 to 110 a game, helping the team win games, and that's just not what happened. So, No, not at all. You know, but good luck to him in Denver. Again, it's, it's going to be an interesting team over there. They have like three running backs now that are all pretty decent. That's not a position they particularly needed either, so another curious case but you know good for him and probably the biggest nfl news and that this came out today the carolina panthers deciding to cut ties with cam newton to just release him they just released him they were trying to trade him and there was no nobody wants just no suitors i guess i don't really know how that works but Cam Newton, the one who leads the Carolina Panthers franchise in yards, touchdowns. I mean, every every stat you can kind of imagine as a quarterback. He won an MVP. He led them Been to the Super Bowl. Been their cornerstone for a while. And they're just letting him go. And it, to me, it's pretty disrespectful, honestly. Oh, not pretty. It's just ridiculously disrespectful. But they've been disrespecting Cam over there in Carolina for what feels like a couple years now. Agreed. Uh, Refusing to get him offensive line help. Refusing to get him wide receiver help. Expecting Mm -hmm. him to be great every year without these these assets. Yeah. And then he gets hurt, and it feels like he's not getting cared for properly. I really don't know what's going on over there in Carolina, but it doesn't feel like a – like a good culture, which is funny because the culture there felt incredible a couple of years ago. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl. Ron Rivera was at the helm, and it felt like they had a a way of doing yeah. things. Yeah, but and, then they got an ownership change, and then... Yeah, and everything kind of hits just, the fan. Yeah. I mean, you get rid of Greg Olson, who has given his everything to this organization. You get rid of Cam, who's done the same. And you kind of just scrap them to the side as if they don't want to play anymore, but they definitely have more in a tank. Yeah. Cam Newton should be a starting quarterback somewhere. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Will there's he this year? That, I don't know. There's a few just teams that need of, it. Yeah, we, we were talking about this a little bit before the episode. There's not too many teams that need a veteran quarterback. No. Because you have the Bengals, who they're going to draft Joe Burrow. And you have the Dolphins, who are going to get Herbert or Tua. And then everybody, every other team is, you know, quote-unquote set. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks still in the league. but I don't know about set, but... But when I say set, I mean they have a guy that they're hoping works. Yeah. Like, they're not proven to be the worst yet. Although some are definitely showing their, their true colors with that. Um i.e. Trubisky, Jared Goff, guys like that. 
Yeah. Which, again, another thing we were talking about before, I think the ideal spot for Cam to go would be San Diego, or I guess it's not San Diego, huh? It would be L.A. and <laughs> to, to either L.A. team, though. I think the Chargers would be a great fit. They have all those weapons for him. They don't, also don't have an O-line, but they actually have weapons. And then the Rams would also be a great fit just because you know the Rams are trying to win now because of all the terrible contracts and all that they've kind of put into that team. They have no choice but to try and win now. How cool would it be if both L.A. teams just make a splash, one gets Cam, one gets Jameis, and just duke it out? Yeah, that would be fun. The, uh, The NFC South moves out west. I think that would be pretty cool. And, the, and those are two teams that definitely should be in the market for those two. Um, and then on top of that, you got the Broncos that could be in the market for one. The Jags, possibly. Steelers. Mike Tomlin, he can make it work with a decent quarterback. What he has on his roster, not going to really work. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, if he's healthy, maybe he can be if, okay. But uh, Right there. You, you said the money word right there. If. But I'm surprised he's not retired at this point, honestly. With like, his elbow pretty much exploded. So, yeah. are we even sure that that's going to hold up? No. Like, he's been taking a beating. So For years, really. It's time to figure out what you're going to do there, because time's ticking. And, um... What was that that quarterback they had? Duck, Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges. He he's not the answer. Mason Rudolph got... was out here getting <laughs> helmet slammed. Yeah, so it's bad. Pittsburgh. It's bad. Uh, it's been uh, and then embarrassing. And then we got though. New England, who they lose New the England's goat there too. They lose the goat. They lose they the goat, but they get Brian Hoyer. <laughs> they get the or they get the OG goat back. Yeah, in Brian. Hoyer. But yeah, they're they're going to be on the market for one too. But they, they are in decent hands with Hoyer, if, especially because he's a competent quarterback that makes it seem like you're not trying to tank, but you are tanking. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll put up 400 yards, but you still lose. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, he's the definition of a career backup, too. So, shout out to him for still being able to get jobs because he's, he's, getting, yeah. he's getting a little bit older in age over there, too. So, big shout out on that. Uh, staying on the Pats, they release Steven Goskowski. Who, he's their leader in points of all time, which, yeah. you know, if, if you're not like a super big stat person, it's weird to hear kickers being that. But usually that's the way it is. Kickers are typically the guys who have the most points uh, for an organization. And so he was the guy kicking all those field goals and all those Super Bowls for them. And he gets released. So another kind of passing of the reins. Uh, another sign that maybe New England's reign is is over for good this time. We're gonna see, Belichick. Well, he's gonna have to make something out of nothing. Yeah, and and there's been a lot of rumblings that they tank this season. I think they do it as well. Uh, they try and be the worst and get Trevor Lawrence and come back the year after and be great immediately. I think that's I think that's the plan. Yeah. But it's hard to bet against, you know, some of these bad teams. Like the Dolphins, it's hard to see them turn it around right away. Um, and they're making moves. They made some Yeah, nice they moves. are making moves, definitely. And I actually really do think that the Bengals are going to have a really nice season next year if Joe Burrow is 
half of what we think he's going to be. Yeah. Because they, they have too many offensive weapons for him to fail, I think. And then so, where's Andy Dalton going to go, too? Because I think yeah. he's still quality enough to be on a team somewhere. See, there's rumors that the Pats want to get him. And I think that would actually be a decent little matchup, but it would also not make sense because he has all those weapons in Cincinnati and still couldn't succeed. Yeah. Maybe it needs a coaching change. I don't particularly know. But he's had such an interesting career. Yeah, it's been weird. Like, he's been a pretty darn good quarterback for the majority of, of his career. But because he's been on these Marvin Lewis Bengals teams, <laughs> uh, he's kind of just been an afterthought for everybody. And there's reason for that. Yeah, those... Those Bengals teams with Marvin were something else. Finally get yeah, him out of there. Andy Dalton, who knows where he goes either, if he goes anywhere. He might stay and just be a backup. I I just don't know. There's a, there's a lot of moves. the worst thing for him because, like, if you're going to go to a team and be a backup, you might as well stay where you are. Exactly. And just be comfortable with the situation you're in. Yeah. Because, like, if he goes to... The Steelers or the Jaguars, like, if you're not starting, what's the point? You might as well mold your new franchise quarterback and help that out and then just be on the team. And then if Joe's nuts, then you're on a winning team. Exactly. And you helped out Well, then you're on the same old Bengals that you've been on. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing changed. It wasn't your fault. It's not your fault. They suck. So you get no blame. Yeah, so th- this offseason is wild because the, the NFL landscape next year is going to be so different. Yeah, it's going to feel like the NBA. Yeah, it's going to feel like the NBA coming into this season where you just don't really know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. we expect the Chiefs to still be good. We expect the, the 49ers to be good, but I expect them to be a little bit worse. Um, Saints are still going to be good. But apart from those three teams, it's a it, it, who knows. Yeah. The Green Bay will probably be good again. The Ravens are going to be good again. But, you know. Tennessee it, possibly gets like a maybe like a game or two better. I, teams like that where they're running back based are really tough to predict. Yeah. I don't know. The next season is just going to be really interesting. If next season happens, who's to say if it happens? Yeah, hope, we'll, we'll bet on it happening. We won't yeah, and, get too and dark. And the draft is still on for late April, so. I think we'll address we'll address what's going to happen with the season once the draft actually happens and we see who yeah. who gets who and what needs are filled and what like rosters are starting to look like. Absolutely. And where all these free agents go, I mean, that matters. Jameis going to a team is going to be an impact. Absolutely. Cuz Jameis is a good quarterback. He just has to fix the little mental mistakes that he makes. And if he could cut those down, he's going to be a elite QB in this league for a while. Yeah, but those he's just have been very undecisive. So how, Decision-making how... is tough at times, but great at times. So it's, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if he could turn it around. Yeah, I mean, I love Jameis, but I, I don't see him turning it around. I, I think it kind of stays 
uh, what is the talent's there is all the talent in the world but no only gets you so again far. it's just the mental mistakes you got to cut it out and it's 100%. definitely correctable definitely correctable but you just got to put in the work to correct it just about it yeah. another team that's going to be interesting though new stadium new state the raiders the raiders the Raiders. They go out and get Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, I don't and know how much they made a couple of, be, but he got a new quarterback yeah. over there. Which who knows if Mariota even starts? I mean, you would assume so, right? But I think so, yeah. But but who knows? Um, and then what happens with Derek Carr too? Another quarterback that's kind of in flux. Yeah, because he could get the boot too if Mariota takes over. Yeah, so so it feels like we have a lot of really okay quarterbacks in this league right now, and there's not enough space for them all. It's kind of yeah. what it feels like. I agree. So, so running through uh, the rest of uh, the signings we got, we got Emmanuel Sanders to the Saints. Nice little uh, pickup right there for them. Yeah, they need some yeah. wide receiver depth. Yeah, big time. And giving Drew Brees more targets, it's always a good thing. So that could be cool right there with them. Eric Ebron to the Steelers. Big body for them. I thought he was going to go to the Packers, so I was kind of disappointed to see that he went to the Steelers, honestly. Yeah. I was hoping he would go play with a quarterback that, like, functions, but alas. It, it's tough being, like, a a skill player on the offensive side going to a team and just not, like, knowing the quarterback situation. Yeah, I don't know why you would choose to go there. for. Like, like you just have no that. idea who is going to be giving you your stats. Like, if you go to a team with a bad quarterback, at least you know who it's going to be, and you can kind of figure out how to work yeah. with them. But, but if, if you just, you have just no don't idea, know, there's three guys there and we'll, – you know, likely an incoming rookie. You just don't have a clue of who, like, what's happening. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's really weird. Any other pickups? Uh, ha ha, Clinton Dix to the Cowboys. Yeah, it, that that doesn't do much for me. Yeah. Um, he's a little he's a little old, but I see the Cowboys trying. They like they like to get named guys, so that makes sense. Speaking of named guys, we got something cool. That's been happening. We got a little merger. In a sense. The XFL. We've been talking about this all XFL season. All five weeks that we got. Did yeah, we, we got five weeks. Five in. weeks. Yeah. So we, we were talking about it all season. Like, who's going to be the first person to get picked up by the NFL? And you know what? As of right now, we got three of them. And we the got first three. one. Being the perennial XFL MVP, mm-hmm. PJ Walker, going to and the guess Carolina where he's Panthers. Going to the Carolina Super Bowl. Panthers. Oh yeah, no, Tamu's going to the Super Bowl champs. PJ Walker uh-huh. to the Panthers. Yeah, which that's going to be interesting because I think PJ, if he shows out, he could be fighting for that starting spot. Yeah, absolutely. And I know Bridgewater's great. I love Teddy. But with what PJ showed in the XFL, man, if he could bring that to the NFL, that would be really exciting. 
Woo. He was and obviously it's a, a different force. game. I get it. I know. Yeah. But but he showed to be a on target passer that translates regardless. So no. And then we got Tamu from the Battle Hawks out here going to the Super Bowl champs to be a backup. And staying that, in Missouri. That's a really cool opportunity for him to get to learn from Patty. Staying in Missouri. Going yeah, I guess the, he gets Kansas to stay in, stay in the state. Um, you know, and th- that's going to be a fun time for him, definitely. Being on such a, a talented team, I mean. Oh, absolutely. And that yeah, team just, just fits his type of scheme as well. Yeah, so if, if Pat ever gets goes down, I think they have a, a competent backup over there for sure. But I am excited to see PJ fight out for that starting role. 100%. I'm excited to see both of them be in the league. It's going to be cool. And then yeah, on top just, of them, just two, to show we that get, these uh, XFL guys have yeah, some we talent. We got Dietrich Nichols from the Roughnecks, the interceptions leader of the XFL, going to the Saints. And again, the Saints going to filling a position they need. I don't know how much he'll play. I have no idea how corner will translate from XFL to the NFL, but congrats. I mean, there's only three of you guys to make it to the NFL. As so of right far, now. So. And I'm sure, you know, one, two, three more happen as, yeah. as roster spots, spots fill out. But, but man, it's, it's really cool. It's very cool. So dope. Because that's what the XFL is here for, to just give people a chance to showcase their talent that aren't really getting that chance at the NFL level. And here we are, just great players playing in the XFL, getting that chance, getting that money. PJ got, like, I think a mil. So I don't know how much uh, he was making before the XFL, what he had, what he got from the XFL. But congrats. Out here making moves. Congrats to y'all. Make the most of your opportunity, definitely. You already have once, you can do it again. And that's the thing, like, the XFL, you had to play like it was your last opportunity. And as of right now, you're getting cut down so short. Yeah. Like, they made the most of it. And And, now they're getting rewarded. And you saw it happen. There were some guys like uh, Aaron Murray out in Tampa, didn't play well for two weeks, no longer on the team. Yeah. You know, so you had to play well to, to keep and earn your spot. And yeah. go above and beyond to earn that that big boy spot. Like, especially look at Cardell. Yeah. If he played, like, the first two games, he could have been on the team right now. But he didn't. He wendled down and then lost a spot. So, be like that. Got to make the most of your opportunities. You really do. You really do. But if we, whenever we get sports back... Which, you know, you'll you'll hear it from us right when it happens. We'll have a, a breaking news. We'll stop what we're doing mm-hmm. and um, bring that to you guys. But when it, whenever the NFL and everything else starts to come back, quarantine start to slow down a little bit. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll let you guys know. And go ahead and hop on our Twitter at underscore the spectators. Hit us up with a hashtag Ask the Spectators. Uh, let's yeah. Let's if you got any questions going. for anything, I mean, sports are so in flux right now, and things are 
very different and changing, and we don't really know what to expect. So if you got any questions, go on Twitter, hashtag AskTheSpectators, and we will be having an episode soon answering whatever you guys got for us. Yep. And so stay tuned for that episode. If you ask a question, um, and make sure to ask whatever you want to hear. It doesn't even have to be sports-related fully. Uh, Just if you guys want to hear what we think about stuff, let us know. And don't forget, thespectatorsports.com. Go check out our articles. Give yourself a good read. We're constantly pumping them out as fast as we can. And we're going to keep on doing it. Yeah, so, so if you guys are looking for some some written content, spectatorsports.com. We got a bunch of good writers. Uh, shout out to everybody who's helping out with that and contributing on that end. Uh, we appreciate yep. you. We appreciate you guys for listening, for reading, all the above. Uh, and, and keep rocking with us if, if, if you like what we got for you. Absolutely. So, until next time, stay safe, wash your hands. Get nasty. Get nasty. But but, but clean. See you guys.